0: Welcome back to another episode of Savior Talks. Today, y'all, we're going to be getting into something uh, a little controversial, man. I might, I might ruffle a little bit of feathers with this, with this conversation, but I feel as though it's needed. I feel as though it's a uh, miscommunication, there's a lack of communication, a lack of understanding between um, the two groups that I'm talking about, who are going to be talking about and i just I just want some clarification from y'all from the people you know I want different perspectives I want different um you know uh, uh, perspectives but um this is this is the um, the amount of data that I've collected over my lots well not so many years of living on this earth and watching other people and hearing things from other people friends family coworkers, and also myself um but yeah I, I want to hear from y'all I want to hear I want to start hearing from y'all you know um, on certain stuff that I'm discussing well about to discuss so um, today we're gonna get a little bit intimate today on the organic fundamentals of how a relationship well I guess in a fairy tale world because <laughs> nothing is perfect on how a relationship should should go or how a relationship should be. We're going to talk about um, the differences between back in the day, the difference, like, you know, that we receive now. Um, of course, you know, it's different perspectives from people that are older and people that are younger because, you know, they went through certain things. They've seen certain people that are older, seen certain changes that the younger generations haven't seen or been through, you get know what I'm saying? So, you know, you got these young kids that's used to a, how certain things are, and these, and they don't know how certain things should be or were. but without further ado, let's get into it. We're going to talk about uh, men and women, and it's not going to be a biased episode because I'm a man, because I'm going to get on the fellas too. Um, but ladies, I'm definitely going to call y'all out on your BS too. I'm going to try to give y'all, give women, I should, uh, should say, some free game or helpful hints and tips with their man to, you know, um, have a more successful relationship. You know, at least what I think. So, um, we're gonna talk, we're going to start with how relationships used to be, you know, because nowadays, it's, it's, it's crazy nowadays. The dating scene nowadays, man, it's like hit or miss. It's like you don't even want to. You know, there's a lot of people that don't even want to be in relationships or want to be married anymore. Back in the day, marriage was the thing to do. Have, have kids and, you know, you had a wife he holds you down and all that. And even with a man, you know, you get married and you take care of the home and the house, you know. And that's, that's, that was it. You know, the wife had her duties, the man had his duties, and, and that was it. Women, usually back in the day, would stay home, cook clean, take care of the kids. But after, uh, after the war, they took black men out the household. You know, they created housing projects and stuff like that, where it was just the women depending on the government, you know, government assistance and stuff like that. Um, so that took the black men out the picture. So women started becoming more and more independent, and having that mindset like, okay, I can do this by myself, which was a bad thing because now you got boys. You See, they are single moms, most of the time, never been loved the way they should, never been treated the way they should. And they grow up loving and caring for their moms, But at the same time, they're like, okay, I don't know how to treat a woman because my mom never, my mom can't show me how to treat another woman. Only my father can. My mom can't give me things that I need in order to have a successful relationship moving forward as I grow. It's just it's gonna be a bunch of trial and error. In reality, in the reality, we all we all go through it. We all have trial and error. We all, um, you know, we we make our mistakes and hopefully we learn from them instead But a lot of us repeat it, and sometimes we repeat it to the point where we say we gotta look go back to the drone board, look in the mirror, and say okay. What am I doing wrong? Or what's going on? You know, and sometimes you gotta be alone to really have that break those habits, break those those ways. If you're if you're not stubborn enough, if you're open minded to do so in order to have a successful relationship. But um, it's it's a very different world nowadays. There's a lot of women in the workforce, kids in daycare now being raised by other people, strangers in school half the time being raised by an enemy aka you know those people if you're black um and and you know bills and this and that so the stigma is okay go to school go to school get education go to college uh, travel the world get married have kids get a house blah 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 blah, blah. to me i used to think that was the dream that, okay cool i can't wait to go to school and be a sports medicine doctor Uh, I can't wait to meet my wife and, you know, love her to death, have kids, and we're going to get a nice big house. We're going to get multiple houses. We're going to have my practices along the East Coast. We're going to do all these great things, right? As I get older, you know, life takes the craziest directions, unexpectedly. I'm like, that's kind of sort of like a a pyramid to to enslavement, Like, like like eternal enslavement. For, for ever like it's basically you're in debt to the system forever I mean okay so the way I broke it down and I kind of like analyzed it where it's okay young man young woman you go to school you go to college college depending on which one you go to could be anywhere from $2,000 a semester to $30,000 a semester so you go through those years you get your degree let's say you just stop at a bachelor's whatever now you have student loan debt that you have to pay back. And let's say you go back to get your master's. Now you got more student loan. Okay, now you gotta you meet a guy in school, in college. That's your college sweetheart, whatever the case is, blah, blah, blah. He does the same thing. Got his ba- masters, bachelor's and his master's, and he's in student debt. Okay, cool. So y'all, y'all don't necessarily get married. Y'all graduate, y'all don't necessarily get married. But y'all together, and y'all have this massive amount of debt together, that y'all both paying off individually, because at the end of the day, she got her life, you got your, he got his life, so y'all spend time, travel abroad, not together, you know, but y'all still, you know, mingling, y'all don't necessarily live together or whatever case is, but y'all still, you know, got your own debt, okay, cool, y'all finish traveling the world, getting out your system, globe-trotting and all that. Then y'all decide to come back to where y'all where y'all at, or find a common ground to be at, um, find a nice job, a, a steady secure job in your field that you acquired your degree in, and then y'all decide to get married. So upon getting married, you y'all both acquire each other's debts. So now let's say he was in sixty thousand dollars in college debt, and she was in. Forty thousand dollars in college debt, and that's a hundred grand in debt that y'all in. Y'all in the hole. Y'all in a rage right now. Boom. But now y'all have the only source of y'all income is employment in this field. And y'all make make great money, but that money that y'all making, y'all not bringing it home to pay this debt. So now, y'all say, okay, you know what? We're gonna have, we're gonna, we're gonna have children. Okay, cool. Children are a blessing. Children are great. Children spread your legacy. Keep your legacy going. All fine and dandy. But at the end of the day, children are bills. Children are a responsibility. Children cause stress when you, you know when you're first becoming a parent and really don't know because there's no handbook on parents and there's no manual on how to parent. I mean everybody got their two cents to put in, but nobody can tell you how to be a parent correctly or you know incorrectly. So now y'all have the added stress on top of the debt that y'all acquired together. Well, that y'all acquired individually and brought together. Now y'all have children, and you know that's an added bill. So now y'all say, Okay, we need to expand and we need to buy a house. Now y'all get into a 15 to 30 year mortgage on a 200 or 300,000 dollars house. Boom! Now that's added on to the $100,000 in student debt that y'all have now combined. So now y'all in. It's basically like, and of course you got to have your cars, you know, if you decide to, most people get, you know, they get a nice car when they graduate as a gift or whatever it is, as a present to themselves or accomplishment, whatever the case is. So basically, you're just acquiring all this debt. And then now the relationship falls apart because... You so stressed over paying these bills, you got a credit card debt, the kids driving you crazy. She's not the same woman anymore because now she's turned into full mommy mode and she's not that freaky, nasty, um, spontaneous, adventurous woman that you met originally and now you don't know how to take it because now you're dead and you're not really physically active or if you are, you know, you, you're really like kind of stressed out because because you're making time for family and you like, okay, I want to do this, I want to do that, but I can't because I gotta spend time with the family, I gotta cook dinner, I gotta do this, I gotta do that. You gotta be a man and handle certain responsibilities as a man. So now conflict comes within the household. Um, you you try to balance your personal life and your home life. Kind of, sort of. So she wants to go out and you know get be, be nice, get nice and fancy and dressed up, and you know be treated like a woman. At the same time, you're super duper tired, trying to figure out how in the hell, um, how in the hell can we, you know, start making more money or um, start investing this money or how in the hell or, or nonsense or sometimes I sometimes how can I say this sometimes. Um, along the process, a lot of men, for what I know, become unattracted to women after they have a baby for some odd reason. It never happened to me, but for some odd reason, men, some men become unattracted to their woman after she have a baby. I'm not sure what that's about, but so let's say you get, you become unattracted to her. So now that's room for infidelity. Let's say she stopped doing with what, what the, the most thing you liked about her, whatever you liked about her most. She stopped doing. Let's say she stopped um, freaking you a a certain type of way. Let's say she stopped cooking as good as she did. Let's say she stopped catering and, and loving you and nurturing you like she did before she had a child. Men get this spark like, oh, shit. Like, am I doing something wrong? So we look around. We analyze stuff. And we think, like, hold up. Did I change, or this you try to have talks and stuff like that, but most of the time it break out in arguments, not or it comes in like, oh, okay, I, I agree to we agree to disagree, and we it's not like a common ground, or if it is a common ground, it's like, all right, it's just to shut you up, either shut her up or shut him up, and then nothing really ever changes. So now that's recipe for infidelity. That's recipe because now you go out to the real world and you got this woman or you got this man at the workplace or you got this guy at the gym or you got this woman at the store, at the market, whatever the case is, you keep running into them constantly. And of course, anybody that's outside of your home can put on a show. They can put on a mask, they put on a show, a whole veil because you don't truly know them. You just know who they present to you at the times that you see them. So you start you know him like damn, you know my wife don't do this. Oh so, damn, my husband, he don't call me beautiful, or he don't say you know I, I'm looking good. He don't notice my nail and my nails and hair, or she don't. My wife don't notice my haircut, or say you know I'm working hard and she she attracted to that. But this woman does, or this man he he compliment he compliments me and notice every little thing about me. That's I, I love that attention to detail. So now you go back home. <laughs> and you thinking about it, like damn well I got a couple compliments today he or she didn't say shit to me. Oh, well, I got a couple compliments today, but he not even paying me no mind. I just changed my nails twice in two weeks. And he ain't say nothing about it. He ain't even rub my feet, he ain't say anything. when I go to bed, y'all don't even hold each other, y'all don't even cuddle, and I just sleep on the opposite sides, which I back turned, or she on her phone and you watching TV or you on your phone, she watching TV or whatever the case is. Or y'all tending to the kids and, and by the time y'all the kids go to sleep, y'all tired too. So y'all don't really get no intimacy or, or time to yourselves. And that's from what i experienced and from what I've seen, that's usually how it go. Based off of that stigma of how you're supposed to do things. And that's basically how it always concludes. That's how it always ends when you follow that kind of um, path. The, the American way, quote unquote. And that's usually how it ends. Or somebody y'all y'all in marriage therapy and spending more money to go to marriage therapy and it's not really working out and y'all telling a stranger all your business and it's 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 just messy. And um I think that had a big factor in playing into why people don't wanna be married, why people don't wanna be in relationships, why people don't want to um you know, be committed in a certain kind of way. I don't want to date guys with kids. I don't want to date women with kids. I don't want to deal with nobody baby mama, baby baby daddy. Uh, I hate that word. Um, I don't. People have this thing because it's so it's so much fear of things not going wrong. Or you got women and men who've been in multiple relationships that fail for various reasons, and you like, you know what? I'm tired of trying. I'm tired of being heartbroken. I'm tired of trying. I'm tired of this. I'm tired of that. It's a lot of people like that. So now the next person come along, you may get Mr. or Mrs. Right, but you too hurt or you, you, you too you, you dwelling on your past and too blocked to let that person in. So now you just miss your opportunity. Or you're looking for the wrong things in a person so that Mr. Right may not come off appearance-wise as Mr. Right, but you wouldn't know because you're looking for certain things. And the whole time the things that you're looking for is leading you to Mr. Wrong or Mrs. Wrong every time but you can't see that because you keep following this oh she got a fat ass oh he look good he got money and y'all following the wrong things so now I keep these you down same path every time please people listen to me and this is myself included every time you follow down the same path and you don't listen you're gonna repeat this lesson life works in le- patterns and lessons if you don't, if you keep repeating this pattern and this lesson, and you're tired of it, it's something that you need to change. And when I say change, it's not going to be comfortable. It's not going to be what you like. It's not going to be all fun and da- fine and dandy fun and games. Change hurts. Change is uncomfortable to bring about a better outcome, a better turnout. So. If your change requires you to lower your standards to get a man that's broke or a woman that's uh, 5 and not a 12 or got a flat butt or nobody but she is everything else or he broke or he got a little bit of money, he's a janitor or he work at McDonald's but he's a nice dude and he's, like, you know, aspiring to be something and got, like, you know, everything else that you want, you have to compromise to say, all right, well, I take this for this, I trade that for this, 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 and that. And after a while, Chris is going to grow in you and it's going to say, all right, well, you know, she ain't that bad looking or all right, well, he, ain't, you know, he ain't struggling that much. Whatever the case is, whatever, whatever you're looking for, you know, so we got to get rid of these standards that we have or revise and reinvent these standards that we have. When we keep going through the same lessons and wondering why we got to stop pointing the finger and blaming everybody else. Oh, this person was crazy or this person did this or this nigga was that or this chick, she she was a whore we got to stop doing all this and just really look at the facts like okay why did I repeat this lesson over and over she was a good girl but I found out she was a whore he was a he was a alright dude but he was he he ain't had no money like that and he ain't really you know he couldn't really take me nowhere that I wanted to go why do we keep running into these situations why do you keep running into these situations and then you're not working out or damn he had a couple dollars but he beat the shit out of me or yeah, he, he, he looked real good and you know had money and all that, but I couldn't have him to myself and he was emotionally unavailable. Or she had a fat ass and all that, but she was dumb as a doornail, didn't want nothing for herself, but only wanted to take Instagram pictures and shit like that. Why do we keep running into these situations? We gotta ask ourselves why do I keep running like damn the pussy was good, you know damn the sex was good, but she ain't had nothing to offer me or he ain't had nothing that would take me to the next level. And then you gotta go back to the drawing board. And then you meet another guy because he had a couple dollars, a nice car. Or you meet another girl because she had a fat butt and you know long hair and you know she was she looked good. And then you go through the same cycles in different ways and you're like, yo, why well, I keep meeting these effed up people? No. The effed up people meeting you <laughs> because you're looking for them. You can't find nothing that you ain't looking for. I'll repeat that again. You can't find nothing that you aren't looking for. So, when people, like, I got this famous thing where where people say, or in the past, people ask, What are you looking for out of a person? Or what are you looking for in a relationship? And I say, I simply say, I don't look. I don't look. Because years ago, I started out young. I don't know about y'all. I started out as a spring chicken (laughs) anyway, acting crazy out here. So, I learned a lot of lessons early. But anyway. I don't look because simply when you're looking for something specific in a person, you're going to ignore all the other red flags. You're going to ignore all the other red flags that say, hey, this ain't for you. Hey, this ain't going to benefit you. Hey, this ain't, you know, you can't help this person because they ain't trying to help themselves. Hey, you can't heal this person. But you're going to you're gonna be looking so focused on what you're looking for that all those things, by the time you realize all those red flags or they pop up in your face, it's too late. You have a kid by them or her. You done, you, done had a, uh, you done got a business with him or her. You done got properties or assets with him or her that y'all can't just split, you know, without paperwork and documentation being signed and all this stuff. And, that, you know, the other person uh, might not feel the same way, so they ain't, they going to be scornful and bitter and not try to sign or do this and do that. It's going to be too late because you was too busy looking for what you wanted to look for that you ignored all those red flags. And when you ignored all, the, ignored all those red flags, the thing that you were looking for eventually slowly faded away. Beauty in a woman fades away. Money in a man, or looks, or or masculinity in a man, that kind of shifts when you get when a person gets comfortable and y'all start doing things together and all that. They don't have to do things to keep on, you know, keep your attention because they now they feel as though they have you already. So now. They can just relax and, and fall back and go on cruise control. When the next woman or man, when you leave a house, guess what? They on full speed trying to get you because they waiting in line. They waiting in line for that person to fuck up, or he fucked up, or she fucked up. All right, cool. I'm next in line, so let me go hard. Let me bring him some flowers. Like, damn, you bring that nigga flowers? Or let me let me uh, uh, buy her some 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 chocolate or you know it's so, something that's like subtle. But very, very, very impactful. Have a very, very big impact. So these things, is it's like a you know balance issue. It's like, okay, what do I do? What do I do? I don't have the answer to, to what people should do, but I, I have what kind of what would work, you know, because nowadays it's so messed up out here that everything, all, all the songs is Money Over Bitches. All the songs is fuck that bitch, fuck that dot, blah blah blah. All the songs is, oh the nigga cheated and the nigga this and that. All the songs is, I don't need this nigga, I don't need no nigga, I'm this, I got my own this, I got my own that. Yeah, that's cool and all, but the society we live in is nothing more important and, and beneficial to oneself than the union of two people. It was Adam and Eve. It wasn't Adam and John, Adam and Steve it wasn't Eve and, and Mary it was, it, was, it wasn't it was people coming together as a union it wasn't best friends, it wasn't homies it was two people that were in love coming together to create something much bigger and that's where we fall short at because there's a lot of shit going on out here because black men are not protecting black women and black women are not nurturing black men to keep them being a man. Nine times out of ten, you you come home to your fortress. You're supposed to be, you're supposed to feel like a king in your house. You're supposed to feel like a queen or empress or emperor. But nine times out of ten, we lead a house after we to argue and say this and that. We weaken our spouses before they even step into the real world to be even more weakened. So we're not empowering each other. We're not empowering our our spouses, our woman, our man we not giving them compliments. We're not keeping their spirits up We're not motivating them, supporting them, letting them know that we have their back 100%. We're not doing none of that. We're doing the total opposite because we're projecting our failures. We're projecting our insecurities and stuff onto our partners, causing conflict. When as soon as you step out that door, there's all the conflict in the world to deal with. That's enough right there. Why are we coming home and giving our partners conflict? So there's a power struggle because women want to be independent so bad and men want to be, you know, men. Men want to control shit. Men, naturally, men want to control shit. Men want their woman to be a certain type of way. Men want to be catered to despite what anybody says. You got the hardest nigga on earth. He wants to be, he wants to come home, be nurtured, cared for, touched, kissed, cooked for, talked to. He wants all of that stuff. No man wants to come home to no hard ass woman. To, 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 that, that'd be like, oh I'll fuck him. Nobody, nobody wants to come home. No man wants to come home and cook his own food after a long day. No woman wants to come home to her man just laying in the drawers, flipping through the channels. Or she hurting, or she this and that. She wants conversation. How was your day, baby? She wants flowers, she wants surprises, she wants kisses, she wants touch. She wants touch. So that's where we lack because women, in my opinion, nowadays, half of them can't cook, half of them don't cook. Half of them are emotionally unavailable where any little thing is like, oh well, I don't care. I can just go get another one. Men, we so far out that we don't even care because we think every woman a whore. Because look, every every. A nigga come through say, oh damn, you know I know her from such and such. You done a you, a uh, 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 a woman she don't cook or she do this and she do that. You like, Shh, I'm cool. Like my stomach growling. You 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 talking about what's for, what's for dinner? I'm hungry. Or you whipping up some bullshit, some hot dogs and noodles. So that's the problem that we have in a society today because we're not empowering each other because we're too busy being divided killing each other verbally and emotionally and spiritually, honestly. We don't have the mental capabilities that we had back in the 70s and 80s where our parents and our parents' parents had and they was together for 50 million years because they didn't have cell phones and and lusting, lusting over social media and shit like that. They thugged it out. They dug that shit out. I bet your grandpa called your grandma a bitch. Guess what? They in bed together kissing and hugging and they, they talking two days later. And she's still cooking him food. Mad as hell. Still cooking him a piece of chicken. Still cooking him fucking food. Still ironing his clothes before work. Guess what? Your grandma calls you, calls your grandpa a little dick monkey. Guess what? He's still taking it to the store. He's still uh uh taking care, he's still paying the bills, he's still buying the shit that she needs. And then they talking three days later and they back to normal. Nowadays, it's so fucked up where men got to beg for attention from their woman. And women got to beg for attention from their nigga or tell a man how they should be treated or or how, how he should conduct his household. It's so backwards. It's so backwards nowadays. Why do I have to tell my woman that I want to kiss or I want to be hugged or, you know, Play in my hair, or or do some shit like you know, do some womanly shit. Why I gotta tell my woman that I'm hungry? Why I gotta tell my woman I'm horny? Vice versa. Why I gotta tell my man how to treat me that I want flowers, that I want to go here, that I want this? That I once a man knows what you like, it should be his duty to go out his way to surprise you with it or or incorporate that. Not like all the time, but. Incorporate that into your happiness. Let's say you like, I don't know, sunflowers. Let's say you like daisies or some shit. Let's say your favorite color, blue, purple, pink. Well, that man should set out, okay, get you some daisies, some pink flowers, some purple flowers, whatever the case is. Just a little gesture. You ain't got to go buy a Louis bag. You ain't got to go buy no red bottoms and nothing like that. Ladies, y'all don't got to go buy fucking uh, uh, Gucci and all this stuff for y'all niggas. no. It's the simple stuff because it lets me know that you pay attention to my likings and that you're trying to show your love and profess your love for me on, on a deeper level. Because anybody can buy material shit. That shit dwindles away. It loses value. It diminishes. But what don't diminish is that spark, that love. Surprise! there was some shit on her seat one day. You know, get the key to her car. Or get the extra key. And leave some shit on her seat that she liked. And ladies, stop being so unappreciative if you find a good man. If you find a good man that knows some shit, that likes some shit, that do some shit for you, that, that know how to cook or cater to you and, and show that he loves you, because it's not really that many men out here that show that they actually love that woman, despite them actually loving them, of, of course. But it's not too many men that 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 shows it outwardly. It doesn't project out. So when, ladies, when you find a man that's willing to do that publicly, privately, you know, undeniably, stop unappreciating that man. Stop taking that man for granted because as soon as that man get up and leave, guess what? The next time Dick and Harry you gonna get he ain't gonna say shit. He ain't gonna love you, he ain't gonna he probably won't even love you. He probably won't, he won't, he won't be kissing you. You won't feel like that woman. All that shit that you take granted from that last nigga that, that was trying to show you that he loves you before he gave up and you was giving him cold shoulders and all the other shit and, and mad at and nagging about every little thing and upset and frowning your face up. Guess what? The new nigga ain't going to give a fuck. You frowning your face up, giving him a cold shoulder all you want. The new nigga going to turn the game on, put his feet up, and roll it up, roll the one up. He ain't gonna give a fuck about you, bitch. Shit, fuck that bitch. I'm about to call these 30 other Jones I met on the gram. As soon as I leave the crib, as soon as she leaves the crib. Men, the same thing. If you got a woman, you got a woman that cleans, cooks, caters to you, washes your clothes, ask you about your day, support you, support your dreams, support your goals. So support your aspirations Try to help you on that path Stop taking that woman for granted Cause the next woman ain't gonna give a fuck The woman that you leave her for Or, or cheat on her with Ain't gonna give a fuck She gonna do her thing she, gonna, she ain't gonna be all in your corner and all that She gonna do her thing and look Where the check at? Where that bread at? She gonna put on a little show, or he or she gonna put on that show for a little bit? Yeah, when you first get him, and you like, damn, yes, I, I came up. Fuck that other chick or nigga. Next thing you know, the true colors come out. They gonna be the same. They gonna they gonna say, I don't give a fuck about that shit. Nigga. Where that check at? Where that check at that I seen before? I'm glad I had to take this mask off. I'm glad I take this t- had to take this uh front off. Cause you stuck now, nigga. So what's up? I don't give a fuck. I don't care nothing about you trying to eat healthy, nigga. <laughs> I don't care nothing about your wigs, sis. I don't care nothing about your lashes and boutiques and trying to you trying to open your own uh, lash bar. I don't care about that, none of that shit, sis. Where the, where the food at? So be careful who you put your energy into because you're not getting it from that person. You're not getting one or two things from that person that genuinely cares and loves for you. Stop trying to see the bad and stuff and try to see the positive, good things that, that, in which you can utilize to your benefit, or y'all benefit, I should say. Because it's so fucked up out here. It's so backwards out here. A lot of people wasn't even raised by their parents. A lot of people didn't even have parents to see how a relationship is supposed to be conducted, how a household is ran, what's the hierarchy in the household. A lot of people didn't have it. A lot of people was raised by their grandma, aunts, shit like that, or, or one parent. So it's up to you to make that generational change. If that was your situation, it's not for you to repeat what I all I know and this is how I am accept me or not. No, that's not how life works. Life don't bend around you, you, who you are and, and how you accept. It. Yeah, you could walk around life solo like that. Sure. But once you get into a union, it's, just, it's all about compromisation. It's all about uh, bending and, and, and trying to become one within your partner. You can't become one to stay in the way you are because he's how he is, she's how she is. It doesn't become that way. It comes that way when y'all bend together to be able to mold and bind together in a... In a, in a A way that you know fits both of y'all, and a way that goes together. You can't take two squares and make a triangle. You can't take two triangles and make a square. Somebody has to bend, fold, adjust on both ends to make that one thing happen. And that's where it comes in—being organic with people. Stop all the lying. Stop all the bullshit. I mean, naturally, as human beings, we lie. We exaggerate. We fabricate the truth because most times, speaking from a man, I don't know about y'all ladies, men lie not just because we liars, but because we're trying to protect something that we don't want to lose. And we feel as though we tell the truth, that's we're going to lose something that we want, something that we have. So we're trying to protect it. When in reality, yes, that very well might be worse than telling the truth. But you have to understand a man's logical thought process is, okay, this is how I protect it. So if she find out, stuff like that, okay, I'm just to have to make up another lie, another lie, another That's not the way to go, but that's how we think. But at the end of the day, the big picture is we're trying to protect. So if a man, that's a man can tell you the truth and just not give a fuck, that means that man didn't care. A man, eventually a man to tell you the truth because he cares or you see his threatening the very thing that he's trying to protect and lied about in the first place. Yeah. But if you got a man that's just going to tell you the truth and not give a fuck and leave you be, that man don't care about you. That man don't care about you. That woman don't care about you. Women, they y'all a little bit sneakier with y'all lies and y'all, you know, creeping and all that, but I can't even get into that because I never experienced it. At least not that I know of. So I can't even relate to how y'all operate. But from what I hear from other people, or what I see or been with other women that was doing certain things. Y'all, y'all crafty and shit, man. Y'all crafty. Y'all definitely crafty. Y'all not sloppy like men. Because once man once a man done, he done. He ain't going to leave. It might be too much to leave. It might be too much of a hassle to leave. But guess what? He going to make you leave. for Him. Or he gonna, you know, force you or do some shit to force you to make up where you lack. And I, I'm pretty sure women do the same thing. I don't know, but maybe but women from what I hear, women cheat off emotions, so maybe that's different. Men just cheat because we want our woman to do some shit that the other woman doing. Or we want something that we getting something that we ain't getting at home. Or some men just assholes and they just can't keep their dick in their pants. I don't know. Is very well a mystery. Only men know. But the point is, if you got somebody good, acknowledge that. If you've been through a bunch of fuck boys, if you've been through a bunch of hood rat chicks or whatever the case is, no good chicks, and you meet somebody that's like halfway decent of what you want, and you figure you can teach them, you can kind of mold them, and Guide them in the direction that y'all both align to. Do it. Put that work in. Don't just say, oh shit, all right, look, it is what it is. Because now you're back to square one. How you going to be happy? Every woman's dream is to get married. Right? I thought so. Or like a big wedding and all that. How you going to do that if you're not appreciating this good man who trying to marry you? When the rest of them before him. Ain't even put a fucking ring on your finger or even attempted to. Every man's dream is to have a a, a, a great woman by his side, pushing him, encouraging him, controlling shit behind the scenes, raising the kids properly. How you gonna do that, bro? When you when you ain't putting the work in and you treating her like every other whore that came before, her. you treating her like the chicks that you used to running through and leaving, and she ain't that material. She ain't that type. How you want to do that, bro? And then you looking around saying, oh, damn, man, there ain't no good women out here. Or she looking around saying, oh, there ain't no real bit left. When she's the problem. He's the problem. We got to be mindful of what we doing in our relationship. Stop. Oh, I'm mad. So fuck your feelings. Stop. Oh, um, the slightest little thing he he or she do I'm gonna, am going be mad at, it. and I ain't gonna tell him. But I'm just stop talking to him. I'm gonna just not cook. I'm gonna just, you know, do uh, not do certain shit to make him notice. But I ain't gonna tell him what he did. So now he playing a guessing game. or she playing a guessing game? Well, men don't really do that, but she, so she playing. He playing the guessing game. Men, y'all gotta stop just going out there. Man. man, fuck, that. I'm gonna go out with this chick, man, because this chick is surely acting crazy. Next thing you know, you are stuck in the mix. You know, gotta never shoot pregnant, and or you know she busting your windows out, calling your wife, calling your girl, coming to her as a woman and shit. What happened to communication? What happened to communication? Communicating with your partner, telling them what's up, telling them, you know, that you got a problem with X Y Z. Can we address it this way, or can we take certain steps or measures to prevent this from happening? further. What happened to I'm sorry? I made a mistake. What happened to it won't happen again? I love you. I don't want you to leave. What happened to affection? It's no effect. It seems like there's no affection out here. It seems like there's no effect, no hand holding. Only people you really see doing that shit is the white people because they happy with anything. It's our community that we just fighting each other. We breaking each other down. We calling each other all types of names. We doing this, oh, this, that. We putting other, everybody on child support. I don't see, you don't really see white people or other races on child support for no apparent reason. We in court battles and custody battles and all this dumb stuff. We, we weakening each other for the enemy to come in and say, hey, you don't need this person. You don't need that person. You just need us, depend on us. We got you. And then guess what? You raising your kids to be the same way, cause that's all they see. Kids are sponges. Oh, my mom ain't need nobody, so I don't need nobody. I don't, I don't need no man. I don't want to be. it. And then the little, then the little boys say, I don't want to be a man. The little girl, she coming out. I don't need no nigga either. I'm gonna just be out here, uh, a city girl, hot girl. I'm gonna play these niggas For what they are I ain't gonna give them no cooch I'm just gonna play them For whatever it is. That's how you end up dead Get caught up Stop playing with these niggas Women Ladies Stop playing with these niggas Cause cert, A lot of niggas don't play A lot of niggas don't play like that Just cause you was raised like that It's gonna get you in trouble Where are we gonna break The generational curses Men, a lot of women Don't play neither You playing with their heart Doing all this extra shit Thinking it's all cool Until she busts your shit out, she got a nigga to run down on you. When are we gonna stop break these curses? When are we gonna stop being stubborn and change our ways for the person that we love, or the person that we're trying to love? If it don't work out, it don't work out. But the thing is, if it don't work out, you should know that you tried your hundred percent best foot forward and trying to make it out. You didn't put half, not 75%. You wasn't testing the waters to see if this person was the right. No, because your gut going to tell you that. And if you don't trust your gut, then that's on you. That's some shit you got to figure out and sort out internally if you don't trust your own gut feeling. If you ignored all the red flags and was like, well, I thought maybe he or she was going to get better or I could change up, that's on you. But if you seen the red flags and dip, cool. That wasn't for you. But if everything was going the right way and making you feel good, and you ain't put your best foot forward because you was too scared of what the last nigga or chick did or what the last relationship consisted of or what you hear your homies or what you hear your girlfriends went through or going through, that's on you if you lose that good person. That's on you. Because now you're going to get a... Uh, 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 fucked up version of what you wanted or come across again, or you're going to be by yourself and miserable. A lot of people put on this front, oh, I'm so happy by myself, and all da 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 Yeah, fucking right. It's probably cool for a couple months or maybe a couple years. Yeah, it's probably cool, freedom to do whatever you want. But you ain't got two minds to think on on one thing. You don't got nobody to bounce ideas off of. You don't got nobody to to lay next to and, and... Cuddle and hold that you actually belong to. No, it's not. It's not how things are meant to be. All praise is due to Ya'huwah It's in His will that marriage is a bond, marriage is a union, and he who finds a wife is blessed. That's how it goes. Let's stop tearing each other down. Let's stop scamming and scheming and p- trying to play these men because we trying to, or or, or, or or women, I should say, because we trying to boost our ego. Oh, I ain't going to read his messages. Oh, I ain't going to read her messages. Or well, I ain't going to answer her phone call. And she keep calling. Or he keep texting. Because you trying to make yourself feel good. You trying to make it seem like, oh, Oh, I'm wanted. You're trying to feel wanted and needed. So you tearing that person down to feel that way, to boost your own ego. Or your pride in a way so you don't want to say sorry when you fuck, when You know you fucked up with this person. Or your pride in a way and you don't want to tell this person, oh, that you love them or that you care for them or that you need them or want them because, you know, it makes you feel weak. It makes you feel vulnerable. You're supposed to feel that way. Who told you that being weak and vulnerable was a bad thing to your spouse, to your significant other or potential significant? Who told y'all that these fucked up ass people who don't have emotions or feelings are as lonely? How how people you getting advice from people that don't have nobody, or can't keep nobody, or can't keep somebody good? Where do you do that at? I'm gonna be vulnerable to my spouse. Yeah, I'm going to be hard as nails out in the real world. when I'll step outside, cool. But when I come home, she get this whole emotional dump. She get this whole uh, uh, transparency with anything. Everything. Because that's my woman. That's my rock. That's my husband. That's my rock. That's what's supposed to happen. They're supposed to know every int about you. Every trigger, every emotion, every feeling that you want to feel when certain things come about and arises. How else are they going to know you? Everything is energy and emotions. They can't... Yeah, they can know your favorite color. They can know your shoe size, your height, your weight, your eye color. Yeah, if that shit don't matter, if you don't know the fucking energy that's going to happen when you bring her and him into a certain situation, or you bring her and him into a, around a certain kind of people, or... You know, certain stuff happen throughout throughout your relationship, and you don't know what, how he or she going to react to it. To not put them in that position, or or even have that exi- position even or, or or predicament arise, you got to know people energy wise. You got to be vulnerable to people' feelings, or with your feelings, I should say. Everybody ain't hard as nails. Nobody's hard as nails. We just became accustomed that way to protect ourselves. It's a defense mechanism. That's just what it is. We're not naturally just fuck this chick, fuck that nigga. No, 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 no. That's how we've been groomed, conditioned, and programmed to think. To make us divided, we fall. Divided, we fall. Especially in our community. Divided, we fall. So ladies, if you got a man, got a good man, or you pursuing a good man, or you got a crush on a good man, let that nigga know. Stop waiting. Stop waiting for the right time. Stop waiting for the right situation. Stop waiting for bad shit to happen and you crying over his casket, saying how much you love him and how much you miss him. Now you putting up all these pictures and all this dumb shit, but when he was here, you he was cursing him the fuck out. When he was here, you he was ignoring him. When he was here, you ain't give a fuck about trying to help that nigga uh, achieve and advance and to hire... A higher uh, uh, version of, of himself. He wasn't doing that. He was cursing that nigga out. Tell him to come get his kids. Tell him he's a deadbeat. Men. You got a good woman. Or you, you meet a good woman. Or you see a nice woman. And she got potential. And she ain't about no bullshit. And she care about certain things. Like vital things in this time and day. Let her know. Tell her that you appreciate that. Tell her that's, that that's, that complements your masculinity and that you need her feminine energy or her alpha alpha female energy or, or it could be sigma, fig, uh, beta female energy to keep your fire going. That you need the her energy to keep you going to push you and that you appreciate it in this world full of Flat soda, coke bottles with flat soda. Tell her, don't wait till she leave with the next nigga. She be like, damn, I should have put a ring on that. Sh- I miss my baby, or, cause the next nigga did what you ain't do. Let's get it together out here, people. Let's get it together. Because. We in the end times, man. We about to go to war pretty soon. I probably shouldn't say that. (laughs) I probably shouldn't say that on this podcast or even the public. But let's get it for real, man. A lot of people out here going through depression, anxiety, suicidal. You never know what can tip somebody's scale. And then the next day, they not here. And all you can do is they can't see. They don't got Wi-Fi in heaven. They can't see no Instagram posts. They can't see no messages. They can't see no letters. They can't hear you crying and screaming over the casket. So get that person any flowers while they're here. Appreciate people for what they are. Stop taking people's feelings and, and emotions for granted. If your spouse got a problem with something, acknowledge that shit and try your best to fix it. Or if y'all can't fix it, work something out to where y'all both are on the common ground. Be affectionate. Show your person that you love them. Kiss them. Hug them. Touch them. Cuddle with them. Make them juice. (laughs) Make them a salad. Do shit that's going to help them become better versions of themselves and if they decide they don't want to listen and they don't want to do it okay, maybe that person ain't for you if they're not on the same journey or same mission as you, maybe they're not for you maybe they're temporary maybe they, they meant to teach you a lesson in certain things, maybe they meant to just you know open your eyes up to something much bigger than what you thought you could be always have somebody that's trying to push you further that supports you that promotes you, that, that encourages you, that encourage you to be your truest and fullest potential. Fellas, let's get rid of these women who ain't pushing us to be all that we could be. That's not driving us forward to be leaders, kings, emperors, magical men. I'm talking about real men. Let's get rid of these women. That's putting us down. Calling us names. Not acknowledging our feelings. Because we got feelings too. Fuck all that. That don't do shit for us. But 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 add an extra bill or burden of stress. No matter if it's physical, mental, or spiritual. Let's get rid of them. Put them to the side. Yeah, I know I love you. My heart is with you. I'm sorry. But I'm going to go for a little booty Judy. Because you big your big booty is all you seem to have, sis. I'm good. I'm good. You don't help me do nothing that I wanna do. You're not even on the same page as me. You ain't trying to be on the same page as me. You ain't trying to do nothing but exist here and and, and live in my space. I'm good. I'm good. All the power to you. I wish you nothing but the best. I still love you. I still care for you. I'm still going to check up on you. But I'm good. I need to find somebody that's on the same path and alignment as me so I can get to where I need to go. So we can do it so, where I can, so we can get to where we need to go. I can't have nobody. I'm not, I can't be trying to move forward with somebody that's stuck in the same place because they're comfortable with it can't have nobody I'm trying to move forward who's trying to go backwards because they're too scared to go forward because they don't know what lies ahead. Women, get rid of these men. If he ain't bringing you flowers, if he ain't uplifting you, encouraging you, trying to help you be better even if it feels uncomfortable, even if it's out your field of understanding or 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 comfortability, let him go. If he just causing you bills or Y'all struggling and y'all can't do this and can't do that because y'all both as a whole are lopsided. Let him go, sis. That man ain't trying to put you on no game and educate you about certain shit that you ain't know about prior to knowing him. Let him go. Or further your knowledge about shit you already know about and put you on game on some things that he may may know that you may not that's gonna help your situation, encourage you to get further. And and your goals Sis let him go If he ain't doing it Hey I loved you I was in love with you I did anything for you I still will do anything for you But hey This ain't This ain't me I'm trying to go here And you keeping you're, You're like a weight on my leg And you're keeping me here I don't mean I'm not I'm not I'm not trying to bash you You're a great person, you may be a great father, but you're not a a good fit for me. I can love you from over here, but I can't love you here right now in front of me. I can't love you here right now while I'm still down and you're comfortable with being down. We gotta have these grown person talks. Listen, I thought we, I knew it, I thought it was gonna work out. I thought we had something, but. I grew, that's not the person that you met it was the old me. I grew since then, but you haven't. You're upset that I'm growing and you're not. So now it's causing problems. And I have to remove myself from the situation. Don't be afraid to tell somebody that they were just a stop on the journey, they were just a pit stop on the journey. It may sound bad, but that's the reality of it. We got to learn from that. Because if you keep going to every pit stop and falling in love at every pit stop, guess what? That journey going to take so fucking long to get to the, the destination. You got to know a pit stop when it's a pit stop. And a pit stop don't happen for no reason. A pit stop are lessons. Think of it as lessons, as, as clues, footprints, blueprints on how to strive forward, moving forward closer to your journey, your goal, the end goal, your destination. Every pit stop has clues that you have to learn from. Learn from it. Don't dwell in it. Don't fall in love with it if it ain't, if it ain't, you know, genuine. If it's a pit stop and deep down inside, because you want to know. Deep down inside, you know it's a pit stop. And you having your doubts. If you got any source of doubt at all, it's a pit stop. It's a pit stop. So start finding what you can take out of that pit stop. Start finding what you can do to maneuver and and, and get the best benefit from that pit stop. Not necessarily out of the person, but out of the experience, out of the lesson. It's a pit stop. And the more we learn from our experiences, our mistakes from those pit stops... The better the next pit stop is going to be. One pit stop like my, my one pit stop on the journey might have water, but it but it don't got food. But I'm hungry. I'm not thirsty. Guess what? So I said, all right, this pit stop got water, so let me get a couple, let me get some water from this joint. And then the next pit stop might have food but no water. Then It's like damn, well, I got the water from the last one, so now I got food. So boom, the next pit stop after like that got a bathroom. You get what I'm saying? So it's, it's, it's like I'm using these analogies because we got to learn from our experiences to not repeat them in the forward. Because we go to the next pit stop with food looking for water. Damn, I should have bought fucking water from that last one. We didn't learn. We didn't prepare. So now we're going to repeat it this, the same thing. So now I got food, but I'm thirsty. But I just passed the pit stop that had the water, so I don't know. So now I'm going to look for another pit stop with water. You're moving backwards now because you just passed the one that had water. So now you're going forward looking for water because you didn't get it back when you had it. So now you got food, but no water. And you need water more than food. So now you're looking going forward, you're looking for water. You just passed the water. So now all the other stuff that you see going forward, restrooms, shelter, you're not looking for that because you're thirsty. You're not looking for none of that. And then when you start decide to get when you finally get the water. And you done passed all the other ones with the shelter, the restroom and all that. Now you start trying to look for those things but it's too late. Now you gotta go backwards. And the journey is taking even more longer because you're not learning from your lessons. You're not using your experiences to your benefit, your best beneficial uh, outcome. So, moral of the story, let's empower each other. Let's bring our families back together. Let's Love our men and women. Let's love our spouses. Let's tell them that they're beautiful, that we like their haircut, that we like their hair. Let's cook them. Let's cook for them. Let's show effort. Let's show that we love them. Let's show them that we care that we love them. Let's show them. Because today and tomorrow, they can get carjacked and shot and killed. And guess what? We're going to wish so much that we show them how much we care. Because God is going to force us to show it. Put our pride right to the side. Let's put our side, give, give our people our flowers while they're here, man. Let's show everybody that we love them. Family, friends, our spouses especially. Let's show them that we love them. Let's show them that we care that they love us. Let's show them that they need it. Put the pride to the side. Put your ego away. Hey, baby, I need you. Hey, honey, I need you. Please. Let's do things to keep our relationships, if they're good. Let's not make room for other men and women to mess up our home. Let's not create that gap that they can slide in between. Let's close that gap, y'all. It's the Savior, man.